What a great day to celebrate, as Scott and David have already said, well, sorry, Dr. Thompson and Dr. Horton. Uh, they've already said that we are honoring God by celebrating what God has done through this one life, through the life of Jim Bird. I think it's rather strange, though, that the word that's been used, the hymn that's been sung, because last week Scott contacted me and asked me if I would preach again. And as after I said that I would, and he told me what was happening and what we'd like to do, I began to pray and think and ponder and there was one verse of Scripture that kept coming to me. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. And, and the context is that, that Paul is trying to describe ministry and, and, and what it should be about, and yet there are those who are wanting to judge him. And, and he addresses that a little bit and says, you know, I know that It is required of stewards that they be found faithful. Now, I know the context. He goes on to say that he said, I, I would want to judge myself, but in myself, I don't know anything that I've done wrong is really what he says. I don't, I don't know anything that I need to judge myself because in and of ourselves, we don't see a lot of things. And then he goes on to say it's God who's going to judge and so he's basically saying, I'm having to leave it up to God. You guys ought to, too. You ought to leave that alone and not be trying to judge people. But I think it's interesting when he makes the statement, he knows the requirement. He said, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. And I said, I, I know that it's crazy that that's just one verse of Scripture I typically don't do that, although I've pretty much done it the last two weeks. But anyway, I begin to ponder what it meant to be a steward. Now, if you look at that, a lot of translations say servant or manager. It's really someone who is given a responsibility. And when God calls a person, that person is given responsibility. Now, I don't know about you. I don't want responsibility. I just want to love Jesus and love people, and preach. But I'm sorry, we don't get off that easily. We are given responsibilities. Now, I'm going to use this word, and we've already used it, this word faithful. And we need to agree right up front and understand that we're talking about faithfulness in an imperfect way. We're not here to say that Jim Bird has been a perfect man, that he's lived a perfect life. He would be the first to tell you that's not true. But even in our imperfection, we can have some level of faithfulness. And then you begin to think about all the areas that we've been given responsibility for and how faithfulness should be lived out in each one of those areas of our lives. And so I want us to think about that for just a moment. Of course, the obvious thing is that 
when God calls a person, then you have a responsibility, I have a responsibility, Brother Jim has had the responsibility of being faithful to God. In fact, that's really the only person he is answerable to, is God. And so he has had a responsibility to be faithful to God. Now, in a lot of ways, you might, he may be able to go back and tell you about instances but he could also tell you about instances when he wasn't faithful to God. Because he's like the rest of us. But I would like for us to look at the longevity and at the track record. And if you charted it on a graph, there may have been those times it was up and down, up and down. But I'll promise you this, if, if it was graphed honestly, that the trend was constantly up. And that's what matters. He has been faithful to God in anything that God has given him. Now, Brother Jim, I'm going to say something that others are going to take as me being not very kind, and I don't mean it that way at all. Hey, it's good to have forgiveness right up front, isn't it? But I really don't need it, and, and, and you'll understand why. You do realize that a lot of us preachers are loud mouths, big mouths. We don't have any trouble speaking up, speaking out. We're out there meeting people, greeting people. You know, not all of God's servants are that way. And not all of God's effective servants are necessarily that way. Jim Bird operates in a far different way than I do, or many of my colleagues do. He is one of those guys that you never know is on the place. But God does. And God uses him to affect lives and affect changes in lives in a quiet, strong way. Brother Jim, most of the people who have preached, uh, have taught here at Fruitland or most, or pretty much the loudmouth variety. <laughs> but you helped many of us young preacher boys understand that you don't have to do that to be effective in ministry. You lived that out, brother. You were faithful with who you were and who you are and what God gave you. And praise God for it, brother. And if you want somebody else to try to press you into their mold and tell you that you have to fit this standard to be a minister of the gospel, you tell them that is not the case because you know of at least one who was effective in the ministry of the Word of God who was not loud and obnoxious. Brother Jim has already mentioned Iva, 54 years. One of the beautiful things about it is that they did ministry together. Brother, when I thought about the ministry in the pastorate, 
14 years, I'm getting ahead of myself, but 14 years they served at the Baptist children's homes. And I've heard story after story, Brother Jim, of how you and I have sacrificed personally for those children. How, how you gave of yourself for those children. How you loved those children. But you were faithful to God. You were faithful to your wife. You gave her a part of yourself that she needed. You gave her your presence. You gave her your time. You gave her your ministry. Absolutely. And if you want to see a model of someone who's been faithful to Christ, not perfectly, but over the long haul, here's one. If you want to see someone who is faithful to their wife 54 years, here's one. is faithful to God. He's gone wherever God wanted him to go. He didn't serve a bunch of big churches. He wasn't involved in a bunch of big ministries. I mean, can I just tell you, you don't make a ton of money teaching at Fruitland. It takes some time to prepare. It takes time to invest in students. He was faithful. God called him to this task, and he's been here 43 years. He's up there with the pantheon of those who can be named who stayed the course that long. John Reimer. Bill Willingham. I mean, these are guys that, I mean, Brother David, I don't, I don't want to disagree with you, but I did some math too. You know, for years, he taught two classes a quarter. If he just taught 10 students in each class, that's 20 per quarter. That's 80 a year over 40. That's 3,200 students. And then you add on the, the other three. Where, uh, I think it's been two or three years where we've only been doing one quarter, uh, one class per quarter. And on top of that, a few hundred more. That's a lot of people. And you've been faithful and God has used you to influence all of those students. To help them know that when they sit down with someone that, and the, the person presents their problem, they know it's just a symptom. They need to go get to the root of the problem. That's right, in the Word. Praise God. He was, he's faithful to his family. Now, he didn't mention them, but he, he has three children. Mark. Kim and Wendy. And from those, he has five grandchildren. Jessica, Katie, Jake, Whitney, and Renee. And he didn't tell you, but he has two great-grands, Madeline and Caroline. Pardon? Two more since then. See, I just thought I was a good investigator. I failed. So you think about, and I'll guarantee you that if you sat down with his, his children and his grandchildren, they would tell you how faithful he's been to them. Because I can tell you, 
He's been a good dad. He's a good papa. Because he knows how to spend time with people and be with them without anything interfering with their time together. That's being a good dad. That's being a good grandfather. That's being a good great-grandfather. Brother Jim has been faithful to the church of the Lord Jesus. How many churches have you served as pastor, Brother Jim? Three. Valley Hill was one of them, right? Ten-year Valley Hill. Three churches, 14 years at the Baptist Children's Homes. And everybody I've ever talked to talked about what a great pastor Brother Jim was to them. Faithful to be in the Word. Faithful to teach and preach the Word. Faithful to care about people. If you want to see an example of a man who's been faithful in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, here he is right here. Then I've already alluded to this. He's been faithful to the work. I know that takes in the church. But after the three churches he served and the children's homes and Fruitland Baptist Bible College, can we not see in all of those years consistent faithfulness? Brothers and sisters, you can be faithful for this amount of time. You can be faithful for this amount of time. But it takes someone who is faithful to God and the things of God to be faithful for this amount of time. And so we celebrate faithfulness. And as you're learning, you can learn a lot in the classroom. But you know what? We may learn more by example. If you want somebody to model yourself after, He's not the only one, but he is one. Brother Jim, because of your faithfulness to God and your wife, your family, the church, the work God's given you, we've been blessed. God has blessed us through the life of this man. Now, you know, we're, we're recognizing him as he's retiring and But I have a feeling that, no, I know. It's not a feeling. I know. God is not finished with you, Brother Jim. He's got something for you to do. You may be 79, but you're almost at the age where you can have another young, and according to the Scripture. Positive thinking. But, but in all reality, God's got something for you. I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing what that is. Because a man who's been faithful this long, you know what the scripture says? If you're faithful, you know this, we all know this. If you're faithful in a little, you'll be faithful in much. And so that tells me you're not finished because you have been faithful even in the little things. Now, the things I've mentioned are not little, but, hey, our society would say they're little. We know they're not, but we know that you've been faithful in the little things. 
So that makes me to know that God is not finished with you. Because someone who's been that faithful, he's going to keep using them. And so I'm looking forward to that. So I hope and pray that this is not a time when you say, well, I'm just going to sit back in my easy chair and take it easy for a while. I deserve it. Well, you may deserve it, but God deserves for you to continue to be faithful. You know, I don't know what you do except honor God by saying, thank you, Lord. And then saying, brothers and sisters, if you want an example, he's uncomfortable with this, but I'm telling you, if you want an example, there he sits. If you want to honor God, be faithful as this man has been faithful. If you want to honor God, Learn from him. I think that he could be like Paul and say, you know what you've heard and learned from me? Do it. Do it. Brother Jim, we do honor you, but we realize that we're really honoring God because he gave you to us. He gifted you. He put you in our midst. And we're so, so thankful for you. Don't ever forget that. And can I, I'm just going to give you permission, not like I have to. But brother, if you want to cry, cry. Amen. If you want to shout, shout. You're at liberty. Uh, and besides that, who's going to say anything, right? We love you. We always will. And who knows but what some of us may come knocking on your door or calling you on the phone and saying, Brother Jim, please help me to know how I can stay faithful to my Lord in the Word. God bless you, brother. God bless you for your humility. God bless you for your gentle spirit. God bless you that even though those things are true, you are solid in the Word, and in Christ. And we can follow that kind of example. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, that you have given us this opportunity to honor our dear brother Jim Bird. Thank you, Lord, for his ministry among the churches, among the children, among us. May you be pleased with this sacrifice of his life. And I pray, Lord, that you would bless him as, as our brother Billy Graham would say, bless him real good. And Lord, continue to use him that your name may be praised and the gospel may, be, may go out to all those around him. And Father, I pray that as our brother Alex Booth would say, may his tribe increase. May there be many more who follow this example of faithfulness to our Lord Jesus, to their spouses, to their families, to the church, and to the work you've given us. We pray in Jesus' name.